On this week's episode of The Home Show, we're asking, why do you want to buy a home? So, Michaela, let mm-hmm. me ask you a question. Why do you want to buy a home? Well, I have a couple of reasons. As for right now, the main one is my independence. I guess we could call it. I'm ready to get out of my parents' house. <laughs> um, but you want to do you? Do you? Yeah, I'm trying to do me. <laughs> yes, But do. overall, I have really good memories tied to properties meaning whenever i would go to my grandma's house or even at my parents house or my aunts and my uncles i've had homeowners around me my whole life and i have you know good memories i could go in one room and be like i remember when i did this with this person and go back to the emotions that it brought up and owning a property i feel like is a is a place where memories are made memories that are going to last for a lifetime. And that's something that I want my niece to be able to come to my house and be like, yeah, I remember when we did this at your house and, you know, we had a good time. Any other reasons? List list them off. In the environment that we're in, everyone talks about generational wealth or, you know, building wealth for the people coming behind you. And in like YouTube videos, on social media, people I guess you would call financial gurus, they talk about real estate or owning property often when it comes to building your wealth or storing your wealth or even passing wealth on to the people coming behind you. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I don't want to cut you. Anything else? Um, And no, nah, just back to the, I'm trying to do me. <laughs> but, other, <laughs> but, but other than that, you do you, I mean, right? that's about that, it. That's most important on the list. Here's the reason I asked that question. All joking aside, I saw this article and it says, in 2023, home buyer, report shows 81% of millennial first-time home buyers have buyer's regret or remorse. You guys can watch the channel if you're on YouTube. I actually did a video on this a couple of months ago, so avail yourself to that. But that's really the reason I asked that question, right? And as I sit back and think about it, to me, what's most important that most of us miss is the why why we do anything. And and if you think about it, there's always a motive behind everything that we do. Would you agree or disagree? I 100% agree. And in my life, when I reminisce, right? Guess I'm getting to that old age where I'm reminiscing a little more. But when I go back and look at things that I regret, oftentimes it's because my motives and my actions weren't aligned. Okay, so that's why I asked the question, because a lot of this regret, in my opinion, is based upon the wrong why, the wrong reasons you're buying a home in this context. So you mentioned two times, which I think is really at the forefront of most people's mind, especially millennials, younger folks. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to do me. I need me some me space. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. I want to do what I want to do. Then Mm -hmm. then, too, I believe a lot of folks you know, emotionally tied the the birthdays and the family reunions and the parties and the holidays, all of those things to homes and things of that nature, the things that you mentioned, right? A mm-hmm. uh, couple other things that just came to mind while you were talking, uh, you know, say your family's growing because of new addition as far as children are concerned, or maybe you're getting married. Um, how about relocation for employment? Yeah. Uh, a lot of times people buy because of that. And then the big one for the last couple of years, especially in our community, 
you know, every, the financial literacy renaissance via the generational wealth. And so mm -hmm. would you agree with the couple that I added to that list? Yes, no. And you, I was giving you from my standpoint, um, and as we can see, I ain't thinking about no family right now, <laughs> but for people who do have families or who are looking to start a family and then to, like you said, relocation with your job. My next question was going to be, are any of those reasons right or wrong? No. Or mm -hmm. bad? Are they bad reasons to buy a house? No, I think, I think those are I, what you would call a valid reason to buy a house. It's logically, it seems like all good reasons, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if that's the case, well then why is there such high percentage when it comes to millennials? And the reason that I'm, I'm talking millennials more than anything at this point is because when we look at charts, this is the national association of realtors millennials got next, if you will, in the sense of they're the largest group of people, cohort of people that, that were born prior to the baby boomers. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if you look at this chart right here, 24 to 32, got some older what generation are you z is it z i'm z mm -hmm. yeah so some older gen zers right uh uh younger millennials to the older millennials you, you feel me but mm -hmm. they represent a large portion of the first time home buyers today going through 2030 2033 depending on who you talk to okay so mm -hmm. i'm not beating up on millennials but we want to answer this question because all of the reasons that we just stated, they make sense. They mm -hmm. seem valid. If folks are buying for these reasons, why is there such high percentage of remorse? And so that is the spirit in which we come to you guys today on this show. And I'm blessed to have a young some young folks on here to give their perspective of why they want to have a home someone older to give my perspective on why someone will want a home or why I bought homes over the years. And then hopefully you can use this information to help you decide if home ownership is right for you. Because contrary to popular belief, Michaela, I don't believe everybody should be a homeowner. What say you? And I share that belief. <laughs> you, you share those sentiments as well? Yes, I do. <laughs> wow. Let's go into some why. Um, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with owning anything, uh, especially a home. Um, and, you know, there's some people, they just may want to rent. They just may not want that responsibility. And that's totally fine. Um, but everyone everyone in the world doesn't want to be a homeowner that's a you have a certain percentage or a certain amount of people that do and then you have a certain amount of people that don't mind renting and and moving around and the flexibility of it all so um i think the statistic you've given or you usually give is 60 percent of our population are homeowners and i see that on a day-to-day -day basis. And not only do I see it, but I, I can see why we have the 60% homeowners and then we have the 40% renters. And so you guys understand, we, I make my living, I take care of my family based upon connecting people to the monies that they need to secure the residential real estate. Mm -hmm. But what differentiates me for those of you that don't know, is I really care. And that's why I don't mind coming on having these conversations 
because I don't want, we don't want you to have any remorse. That's why I'm asking these questions to get you to think before you really make the decision. Because as we stated, for memories, making memories, having your own space, independence, job relocations, creating generational wealth, all great reasons to buy. Mm -hmm. But those have to be your real reasons for doing so. Let me explain. Let's say, let's use you as an example, young lady. Uh, okay. You, you want to do you. That's what I'm going to call it, independent. I want to do me because you said that two <laughs> times. All right. Now, with that, okay, uh, mm -hmm. let's say you go out and you purchase a home based upon that motivation, that emotion. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you don't logically connect the responsibility that comes with doing you. Yep. From the context of owning a home. Do you really understand the tax implication? Do you really understand the maintenance implication of owning the home? Do you understand that it's a long-term situation? And in my opinion, no one should look to buy a home regardless of age if you're not intending to stay there at minimum five years, 60 months. Mm -hmm. So now with that framing, does that make sense of what I'm saying as far as it's okay to do you, but when you don't consider the full matter, do you see how it might not be a good thing? Although being independent seems like a good thing. Yeah, no, I not only do I understand it, but I lived it. <laughs> um, okay. When I turned 18, I was trying to get out of my parents' house and I didn't have, I have a great relationship with my parents. We weren't beefing. There was no strife. I just was like, okay, I'm 18. I'm what the world will call an adult. I'm ready to get out here and be on my own. You so, grown. You was grown. I'm grown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, go, let, look, let's just go on. To, let's talk to the people. You was grown, yeah, grown. I was, yeah. I was, I'm like, look, I'm 18. I'm grown. I, you know what I'm saying? I went from 17 to 18 and I know everything now. Right. Yeah. That part. So my first route or how I thought I was going to get out the house. I was like, okay, I'm going to go to school out of not a, out of state. Cause I was still going to go to school in Texas, but out of the city. And then I started looking at them prices. And then I was like, I don't have the money to pay for this. So I, that didn't work. I scratched that idea. So then I was like, okay, I'll go to school in the city, but I want to look around and see if I could get my own place. Rents were high. <laughs> they want you to have the three months rent. Rent is $1,200. That's not with utilities, with your food and your groceries, just your day-to-day -day expenses. After I calculated everything in, I may have been paying like $1,800 a month. And when I looked at my bank account, the numbers weren't adding up. So yeah, I was like, okay, I'm independent. I felt like I could go out and get my own place, but at the end of the day, I wasn't ready. And to tie it back to what you said, when it comes to owning a home, yeah, you wanna do you. Yeah, you wanna get out of the house, but remove that emotion and you have to be logical when running the numbers. Do you really have the money to move out and pay for your independence? Because with independence comes responsibility and here, in America and around the world, bills are a part of that responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Can you pay my bill? And then you won't have to do something strange for exactly. some change. Exactly. Go, go on, express yourself. Express no, yourself. No, that, that's it. I just, cause I, 
you get old you usually have older people who have been through this stage talking about this but I, I have a hard time finding people who are in this stage talking about what it feels like to be in this stage and with the social media and everything I really feel like I'm behind I feel like my peers are accelerating a lot quicker than I am so sometimes I have to take a step back and come back to reality because I'm doing pretty good for a 20 year old you know what I mean and I think myself and my peers need to be reminded of that we're not behind and our time is coming and we need to be getting prepared for when that time comes so we can make the right decisions. No, I love it. I love everything you said. I got two questions for you from that. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and I really appreciate you sharing because I know this is going to help a lot of folks, not just your age, because we see folks, you know, I see some 50 year olds mm-hmm. that have that same mindset, uh, especially when it comes to social media and the social pressures that are out here on folks that they might not realize are affecting them to make emotional decisions. But before I come back to that, let me ask you this. Walk us through some of the actual things that you did to help marry your emotions and logic together so that you Mm -hmm. can make the best decision for you. Um, Well, for one, I already knew I didn't make enough or wasn't stable enough to be like, I'm going to go buy a house. So I knew if I was going to go anywhere, I was going to have to rent. So I started looking at like apartment complexes around where I was staying at the moment and then where I would be going to school. So I may have done, because it didn't take me long to realize I didn't have the money to get out of the house. So I may have looked at maybe three or four, three to five apartments, the incentives that they give, what comes in the package that they give you, like the square footage of space, I didn't go do any actual tours, but I think going to tour an apartment and seeing what it's going to be like, that's a good idea as well. And then like looking at like car insurance, if I was going to have to pay car insurance on my own, looking at how much I would have to spend in gas, going to school and going to work, looking at how much I was like eating in a month for like grocery bills or if you're going to be eating out those little everyday expenses. And then going back to how much I was actually making because yeah, on paper, you may be making 20, 30, $40,000, but then after taxes, what are you really keeping? You know what I mean? So those were some of the things that I did. So what I hear, you ran the numbers. Yeah. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Virtual reality and the reality, you put them together Mm -hmm. and they have to make sense. And it may seem elementary. And if it seems elementary to you, I'm not speaking to you, but we know in practice, and age ain't nothing but a number, as it pertains to what I'm talking about, a lot of folks don't understand what you just went through. Yeah. We say a lot of these colloquialisms and quotes, run the numbers, do your research. But most of us, all we do is get emotional and move. Yes. So let yeah. me ask you something, because you said you watch social media and they got you feeling some kind of way like you behind. How are mm-hmm. those people, how are those people able to be in Dubai and not working and, and, and rent apart? Because they just like you. You, you yeah, and I have able to do that. I have no idea, <laughs> and I've been I've been looking, and I'm like, man, I I must be doing something wrong because gotcha. I, I'm not able to do none of that. I'm on a completely different plan. So, what brings you to reality when you see those things? Because we're all humans. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm I look at it too, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. man, if you don't watch it. You know, you could get caught up and you get get the feeling some kind of way like you're behind. What do you do to bring yourself back to reality? 
well, for one, I get off of social media because sometimes you, I got, you got to give your mind a break. And then I go to the people around me, my elders, my parents, my grandparents, my aunties and my uncles. And they, they're like, when I was 20, you doing better than I was when I was 20 years old. When we were around your age, um, you know, people weren't doing what y'all are doing now. So just because you're not doing that doesn't mean you're behind. You're accelerating just fine. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's just sometimes I, you just need a little reassurance. I know I'm doing OK, but then sometimes I'll be like, man, I should be doing more. But just taking a step back, coming back to your community and just keeping your head down and and, and staying in your plan and and what you should be doing, it, it'll recenter you and focus you on what you need to be focused on. No, no, I love it. And I really appreciate you sharing. And again, this is going to help a lot of folks because too often we can become distracted mm -hmm. and miss opportunity, opportunity cost. Mm -hmm. And the time that you should be preparing when the opportunity comes, you're not ready. And then you miss that opportunity. A lot of folks that we deal with a couple of years ago, they missed the opportunity to lower these rates as low as they could get because they were distracted. Well, yes. we got, we don't want you to be distracted. That's why we are having this conversation. And as we get ready to go into the last half of the show, we're going to give you some solutions for affordability because we are homeowner advocates here. And, and the reason we're homeowner, advocate, homeowner advocates, uh, Michaela, is because of this. This is an article, Yahoo Finance. You guys can pull it up, Google, whatever your search engine. But this is from April 2023. Over the past decade, last 10 years, the median price home in the U.S. gained 190000 in value, making the typical homeowner 40 times wealthier than if they had remained a renter, according to this new report. And mm -hmm. so I know that's not just clickbait because I'm an owner. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so now that's not to give you FOMO. Okay. The thing that we just talked about with social media, but we have to do the research and understand reality. And then, as you said, I don't have a problem with you wanting to achieve more, but it's got to be based on reality mm -hmm. and, and, and generational wealth, generation, depending on who you're talking about, 18 to 25 years, takes time. Mm -hmm. You know, it also takes to create generational wealth. Sacrifice. Sacrifice, <laughs> which a lot of you guys, if you're honest, you're trying to do you. <laughs> you're not sacrificing for anybody. So all I'm saying is when we ask that question, rhetorical in a sense, why do you want to buy? That's what I'm getting at. What's your why? Because if you really want to make memories and things of that nature, then you won't have remorse. Mm -mm. Okay. I'm more logical where I'm going to go run the numbers, determine where I am, determine what I need to have if I'm lacking and then devise a plan to go get it or Get with my advisors. I heard you say that several times. I'm going to call them advisors. Your trusted mm -hmm. advisors, people mm -hmm. that you know, like, and trust based upon their track record, not what you saw on Instagram <laughs> or Facebook. And you might be saying, well, Robert, well, that's all I have. Well, that's the beauty about Instagram, Facebook, and or YouTube is because it's documented. It's online. Go back two years. Were they doing tour row? Were they, what were they doing? Mm -hmm. Are they on every wave that happens? Do they own a home? Do they have 800 credit? Do they have $100,000 or more cash? Are they paying their bills? These are all questions that you have to ask for the people that are influencing you because mm -hmm. 
Last thing I'll say to that is this. Consider the source. What do I mean? Even me, I'm on YouTube. There's a reason I'm on YouTube. Once you decide to buy, I hope you come my way. That's my motivation. But I believe I have a more ethical offer. Everybody's not like that. So we're in America. Caveat emptor, buyer beware. <laughs> okay. But mm -hmm. all of these channels existing because they get advertisers that give them a lot of money and they're looking for us or you or whoever your favorite influencer is to captivate your attention. And that's how they make money. There's a motive. So more times than not, you're not going to click on something that's good for you, healthy, boring. You want to be entertained. Mm -hmm. So not knocking entertainment, but understand when you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars, one of the largest transactions, Michaela, that most adults will enter into in their lives can't be entertained, man. You got to know the numbers. Mm -hmm. And when you do so, I submit to you, you will not have buyer's remorse. What you say on that? And I agree. I second that. <laughs> you second that motion? <laughs>